oats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? It always puts me in, in the mood. It's like it's per, it's like a litmus test. It's good. Hello. Hello. Welcome back listeners this is harrison coford coming live from emory battis's office mm. behind the door smoking with audrey i of course i'm harrison coford i'm joined by mckenna guttery hey and bradford taylor yes <laughs> well how are we how's everyone doing how do we like our episode this week mckenna first. wanted more give yeah. me more yeah it's good it's a good cliffhanger bradford it was good not as good as last week's cliffhanger last yeah week. i yes. agree all right. Crazy. Well, well, one involved in... Yeah. Well, what you want and what you need are two different things, Brad. And That's I think what true. we got this week is what you need. <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Great episode this week. Um, nothing really going on with us. We've been we've been taking uh, breaks that we can take because we, we recorded the, all of these episodes really like a month in advance. And now we're almost caught up to like wherever they're coming out the next week. But... Um, that's scary. It's nice to come back. I know, but it's like sneaking up it hasn't been us. stressful because we're like, no, oh, no, we still have another episode that can come out. But we're almost done with season one. It's true. This is the second to last episode. I'm freaking out. The next episode is the season finale. You know what's crazy, McKenna? What's crazy? Is that first season, eight episodes. Second season, 22. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. Frick. We're going to have a, a lot. And then a hearty 18. Yeah. The, the, thir- the return is going to take a long time, guys. Yeah. About and then one, a little bit over a year. Yeah. And then a two-hour-long movie, which we'll Let's have two And then another hour-and-a-half-long movie. Yeah, pretty much. Let's make, like, like <laughs> these, like, simultaneous goals. Like, oh, like, by the end of this podcast, I want to... I, like, this is just an example. Like, I want to have a boyfriend, like, by the end of, like, this podcast. Like, I thought you say like baby. That. that might be the most I would like fruitless. to be pregnant and that, married and a house That might be the San most Francisco. fruitless just, sentence I've ever heard. I want to have a boyfriend by the end of this podcast. <laughs> I, I don't think those listeners coincide. We're, we're going to hey, have a new segment checking in on that. On I want to have a girlfriend life. by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so basically, I think it's different for I'm, girls and for guys, though. I think kind of can say that. It's like, yeah, it's cool. And then, but Brad, if you said that, yeah, everyone, all, every girl within a 50 mile radius would be like, <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's still away. pathetic. It's, it's still, <laughs> I was just kidding. I know. Kind of. <laughs> well, anyway, as a. Uh, How about. Okay, never mind. As no. you guys are the the James and Donna of this podcast, <laughs> we're gonna, talking about things All right, that, that have nothing to do with the other characters. Uh, yeah, I'm Nadine. Um, so let's take a quick on a uh, little little jaunty on over to the bookhouse for any fan news. You guys ready for a jaunty? It's gonna it's gonna be gross. I'll show you a jaunty. It's so dramatic. I just realized something. What'd you realize? It's really stupid. It doesn't have to do with anything. Nadine. Nadine. <laughs> have you guys? You guys have seen Arthur. Yeah. The the mole rat. Yes. The aardvark. The aardvark with glasses. <laughs> <The> mole rat. <laughs> and I, we were talking about Kim I'm still in Kim Possible yeah. mode. Sorry. No, Nadine is her imaginary friend. DW's imaginary friend. 
Is it really? Wait, shut up. Yeah. What? Nadine. Is its name Nadine? Yeah. Does it have an eye patch? I. Oh my gosh! Wait, wait. I think that she actually does have an eye patch. Okay, I'm gonna do Why am I thinking that she has an eye patch? I'm, I'm thinking of. I just. I always thought that Mr. Ratburn's name was really funny. Nadine. DW's imaginary friend. Does she? Does she? No. Oh, okay. I'm but sorry. I just... She looks like. She definitely doesn't have an eye patch. Nothing. She's a child. I know. Okay. It just happens to say you're like you guys. I thought something really I'm, crazy. There's another character like whose name is really. Nadine. I know, but she's, she's standing in front of red curtains in that okay, picture. Okay, like, that's true. <gasps> oh my gosh. Wait, guys. She works at One Eye Jacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, she's literally a prostitute. <laughs> Let me see. Nadine's not a prostitute. She's got one tooth. <laughs> one eye, one tooth. When we're done with our Twin Peaks. Show we'll go to Arthur. We'll do Arthur show. I almost started singing the I'm Franklin so theme song, <laughs> which is really hard to mess up because it says "Hey, it's Franklin" in the theme song. Yeah, hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> All right. In case you were thinking it was a different theme song. Everybody hey, it's Franklin. Doesn't it? Bob Marley's son does the theme song for Arthur. Really? Oh, yeah. That sounds nice. like you're just being stupid. No. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really does sound like you just made that up. I'll look it up right it's now. It's reggae, so it must be so Bob Marley's He says, son hey, what something. a wonderful kind of day. That must be Let me see. Bob Marley. I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> Am I By really Ziggy not? Marley. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. And Ziggy's a Wait, great Wait, Chance name. the Rapper does a remix of this? <gasps> Ziggy Marley, John Baptiste, and Chance the Rapper did a new version of it. This is important. John Baptiste is the guy who did the music for Soul with Trent Reznor. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't there like a historical figure? His name was John Baptiste? Like a composer it's, uh, or something? Uh, yeah, it's like I an early like, American. I think there's another one. John Baptiste. I know there is. That's like yeah. an early, like historical figure I feel like I can't think of Where's people Chance are going to put us on flame for not knowing who that is okay I'm sorry about it here we go is that Chance? oh it's live he's a little bit adorable a little? So. so I took us there. Sorry. That's the bookhouse, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this the week's episode. tangent about Arthur. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> because you brought up me too. That's something they would talk about in the bookhouse. <laughs> so this na- the episode, this episode's name is Realization Time. It was directed by Kayla Deschanel, who has created such things as Zoe and Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel and, and her other hot sister. I'm going to look up Kayla. Deschanel. Kayla Deschanel, is that no, her No, Caleb uh, Daughters, or Children. Caleb Daughters, Children? <laughs> Caleb Deschanel, Children. Emily Deschanel. Emily and Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Emily oh. Deschanel. Hotter. Scarier. Intimidating. We'll have to start a poll on Instagram, see what everyone thinks. I know that Zoe Deschanel is universally yeah, loved, is... and I think Zoe oh, yeah. Deschanel is more accessible. It'd be like, I could talk to Zoe Deschanel. I just can't but get Kayla in. Deschanel, I just can't get into Her name's like, name's like Emily. Kayla. What is it? Emily. Emily. She's terrifying. I would run away. You I would say, be you, so you say Zoe Deschanel is more accessible. Like, I just can't get into Emily Deschanel. Like, no, I just can't. Just like, like, her first album I, was just like really <laughs> like. I think that if you met Zoe Deschanel, you'd be like, she's. In the realm of hot, I could still talk to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Emily Deschanel, it's like, no, she would chew me up and spit me out. She seems scary. 
and which is good. Kenna, what's your take on that? I don't even know what Emily looks like. I can't even picture her. All right. Have so, you seen Spider Man Two? Yeah. The lady who's like pizza time. You late? I'm not paying for those. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Uh huh. That's Emily Deschanel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, she is hot. Have you seen but... Bones? She's the lady in Bones. I, I don't agree with like the. Have you ever seen any Bones before? Have you seen? She's in the Bones. <laughs> All of them. Ever. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it was written by Harley Payton, um, one of the staff writers for Twin Peaks, obviously. And so let's just go ahead and cover the log lady intro real let's quick. Let's cover the log lady. Let's just let's, let's just talk about the log her. lady right here real quick. Cover yeah. her in our let's log. cover her up like like. Wrap her up and keep her in the, the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> just flick it. Ah. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Yet there are those who open many eyes. Gross. Eyes are the mirror of the soul, someone has said. Mirror? So window. window. look closely yeah. at the eyes to see the nature wrong. of the soul. Wrong. Sometimes wrong. Sometimes we see the eyes. You're whack. That's wrong. Sometimes <laughs> when we see the eyes. You want some other shit right eyes now. Eyes that, that have no soul. When we first saw that, I thought it was like, eyes that line. have then we eyes that, duh. That look. Have you ever, when you, you know, when you, what you, what you want to, and you know you'd give anything. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, she's talking about eyes, window of the soul. I guess we can get into that. We were talking about how it sounds like David Lynch has read the Bible. Yes. And it doesn't it sound does. like you have confirmed that he has. Yeah, he definitely has. And he, because he references the Bible in his book. He, re- he, 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 first of all, he was talking about one of his stories was just like, he said a Bible like laying around his workshop. Hmm. He'll pick up and read occasionally. Like cool. but, you can get a ton yeah. of inspiration from the Bible, though. <laughs> you can. Yo, no. the Bible's like super inspirational. Yeah, man. dude, like, 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 I didn't like, actually mean Exodus. it like that, but I just. It's, it's like, I'm surprised not everybody. Like, a lot of people. Like, a lot of people, like, don't believe in like, that. Anyway, like, anyway, what are you doing Sunday? <laughs> um, but he, it says that there's a verse cool in the Bible that imagery. can explain a racer head. That's so the only thing. Get going on that. Really well, with cool. that note, guys, uh, let's uh, let's get in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. Every time I hear this song. I don't sell drugs. <laughs> don't sell drugs. It's so good. It's. You got personal business. Rest in peace. I'm no mule. Rest in peace, Bernie. He the bartender, isn't he? Angelo Badalamenti has is in my like top ten most listened to artists, which yeah. is really funny. For my year last year, I joined Spotify from That's right. music, like really late. And so, Angelo Angel Battlemente was my third most listened to artist. It shows up on my Bumble. Angelo Battlemente. <laughs> That's dope. The yeah. Pink Room was like my third most listened to song last year. Oh, gosh. What was I? I was watching something the other day, and they started playing that theme song. It was on a What's In My Bag video, an Amiibo What's In My Bag video. I can't remember for what group it was, but this they, they were losers. The people in this yeah. episode were losers. Yeah. But there, he was like, I bought every Aphex Twin album, and I bought every David Lynch movie, and it started playing the Pink Room. Then I just thought it was That's great. That's hilarious. They were obnoxious, but... All right, so we are back in Twin Peaks, and we are right 
in Cooper's room in the, the Great Northern. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Brad was literally imitating. Oh, was it Marv? What's his name in, in Marv in, when he's getting electric? Yeah, <laughs> a person, a person I thought Doctor Jacoby was when I first watched the show. <laughs> so Cooper gently rejects Audrey's advances, stating that while she is very desirable, he does say that he's like, "Yeah, you're everything a woman should be." He's like intelligent, desirable. And gorgeous was that the other one? He said, "Yeah, something like beautiful, beautiful intelligent, intelligent, desirable." desirable. Yeah, <laughs> and he kind of mumbled that last one. He was. Um, you were saying that he was talking differently in this than he. I had never talked. heard you, his you tone of voice like be like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know why? We know when why the, when the occasion calls for it. He says that something very important to his character: what he wants and what he needs are two very different things. I remember she says something to him like, do you not find me desirable? And he literally like turns away. And he's like, d- she's he's like, like, don't you like me? <sighs> yeah. It's like, I like you very much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he has to like gain composure to say it. And then he turns back and says he likes her very much. And then he's, he says what she needs more than anything right now. Mrs. Is Robinson, I think you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should cut those scenes together. So um, he says that what she needs right now is a friend, which is true. I mean, he's being, nice. he's being a very good friend. Um, and then he says he will get food and that she's going to put on her clothes and then she will tell him all his troubles. She says that Laura had a lot of secrets and that it'll take all he my He says he has no trouble. secrets also. Yeah, he says he has mm-hmm. no secrets. Like, Which is cool. Yeah. That's cool. Just take him to the gun range. He'll talk, start talking about his love life. But um, so then she says Laura had a lot of secrets and Cooper says, it's my job to find those out. And then he leaves. And then he's like, I'll go get that food. So then Andy... Enters the station house. Pretty, I feel like a pretty confusing thing if you were like trying to seduce this guy and he's like, "No, I want to have sex with you. I'm just gonna get get you some food." It's like, I don't know. Well, I does he say that before she says the Laura had a lot of secrets thing? The, yeah, that he was gonna get her food. Yeah, or what? he does. Yeah. yeah, because I feel like yeah he like kind of throws off the mood and then she's like, "Okay, fine. Might as well bring another chicken to this." Like I don't, the mood's already gone. It's like she's like Laura had a lot of secrets and he's like. Really? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, like, Harrison oh, just motioned taking his shirt off. <laughs> well, I, I would have done like the like shirt, the but he's wearing, he's wearing a turtleneck. He was wearing a turtleneck. Looking great. And so, you are wearing a hoodie, so I am being unnatural. Yes. I'm dressed pretty much exactly. button a turtle. For the listeners at home, I am cosplaying as Asian Cooper right now. So then Andy enters the station house. From the pants up. <laughs> pants down I am Audrey in pants that scene are down. <laughs> so um, Andy enters the station house he tries to wearing talk to Lucy <laughs> wait that's what she's wearing <laughs> last episode I had to edit this out but McKenna was saying how funny it would be if the only thing Audrey was wearing were those like hook boots <laughs> that he uses to hang upside down with every step after she gets out I was like okay so then we cut to the next morning. Andy is entering the station house. He tries to talk to Lucy, but Lucy brushes him off and then talks to her doctor on the phone, but we don't hear what it's about. So obviously something's going on medically with Lucy. Kind of, what do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, you don't care name? about Lucy's storyline? Okay, fine. Let's, let's is she just... missing an eye? Needs an eye patch? <laughs> I don't know. Lucy and Nadine. <laughs> Together, they're, they're a well They complete each other. They see one they see correctly. Holy cow. Speaking of that, I watched Kill Bill Part 2 for the first time. Crazy. So good. That's underrated Tarantino. I can't believe I waited so long. I knew that that happened with the eye thing. Yeah. So good. Okay. So then 
Cooper enters, blowing the whistle that he whittled in the first episode, and he speaks to Lucy, who was out sick the previous day, apparently. So that might have to do with it. Um, I'm, th- sorry, I'm interrupting you. I keep interrupting. No, what you're is good. Andy's last name. Andy Brennan. Brennan. That's just like, why do you always call me yeah, Officer Brennan? Brennan. <laughs> I just mean, you went like super. You sounded like, oh, sound like the friend Brennan. in King of the Hill. Like the name was like, <laughs> why are you always calling me Officer oh, Brennan? Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, okay, fine. Uh, she says something Hank. like Officer Andy. That's yeah. what she calls him after that. <laughs> He's like, darn right. Why do you always call me <laughs> Officer Brennan? Sounds like you're kidnapping somebody. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So that uh, Dr. Hayward and Harry are studying Waldo the bird, and Hayward says that it will start to talk once it is healthy because it's dehydrated and yeah. hungry. And then Hayward's like, "You want to feed it?" And Cooper's like, "I don't like birds." Which the first is, time he's ever been like negative and, and, about yeah, anything. anything. He's like, "Actually, honestly, they could be taken away, and insects I could hate do their birds. Job. I wish that they were gone. <laughs> Good for the ecosystem. I don't care. He probably got pooped on one." Pooped by one. Pooped on he by got, one? He probably pooped, pooped on, on one. I said he got, he probably got pooped on one is what I said. <laughs> that makes it sound like, I don't even know what I was trying to say. He said he has no secrets. He says he has no secrets, but he hates birds for It'd be no funny if, if, like, Audrey brought that up and he's like, that's <laughs> not a secret. So what's That's it? public knowledge. So what's your thing with birds, huh? <laughs> so Hawk hands a file to Cooper and the forensic report states that Laura Palmer, Ronette Pulaski, and Leo Johnson all visited Jock's cabin and there's a picture of Waldo on Laura's shoulder. So they got the like they got the prints and everything. They can probably get Leo and Ronette's DNA because they're there. Yeah, they can probably get Leo and Jock's Obviously, because of from other semen. crimes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant I know that. Oh, I meant, because of the past. How did they have it in the file? They were <laughs> like, well, you see, DNA stored in the semen. <laughs> And there was a lot of semen in there. And I don't know if you know how you get semen. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to have to edit this out. But I was thinking I was thinking how funny Why? it would be if they, if they come in and there's just, like, like melted marshmallow all oh over the place. No. It's like we found our DNA. Must have been gentlemen. ectoplasm from a ghost. <laughs> it slimed me. Okay, so. I feel so funky. <laughs> I ain't afraid no sleep. I ain't afraid no bed. So then... Yeah, Ronette and Laura would be easy. Leo is still crime. around. Leo has committed crimes. Jacques, Jacques probably also, also has committed crimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I don't think they said they had the Jacques' middle. DNA. I think no. they said they confirmed that Ronette, Laura, and Leo were in there. I think they confirmed that Jacques owned the cabin. Yeah, so it's like it's his cabin. Done. So they know that he. Um, so, I got like that Cartoon Network sound effect. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they they say that that's Waldo on Laura's shoulder in mm. that picture. Cooper leaves his voice recorder near the bird and wants to visit One-Eyed Jacks, but is over the border, so he suggests sending the bookhouse boys. Cooper also mentions that his voice recorder is voice-activated, so someone can start talking and start recording. Um, That makes sense, because he kept fast-forwarding to, like, specific things. I I know. I feel like there'd be a lot of empty space. That's what I thought, too. It was like, there's just nothing here. But Radio Shack figured that out for us. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Radio Shack. They Sponsor do, us, please. Right, they should do Radio Shack stock. <laughs> we could just get that Radio Shack bag. Sorry, guys. We actually we have an ad bit uh, ad um, right now. Come on in. To this Radio holiday Shack. season, go to Radio Shack. <laughs> the voice is literally always like that, though. I know. I feel like at the at checkout, enter in Percolator Ten and get four percent off. Tell your cashier to. So You'll get a so voice activated voice recorder for five dollars. Five dollars. Poverty. Go check it. It's completely intelligent. And then that's that's the end of the ad. I just give up. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys. So um, Bobby walks towards the Johnsons' house, 
In his truck, uh, Leo watches him through binoculars and sees him embracing Shelly. Um, he takes out his rifle, but not in time to get a shot on Bobby. It, it was like he took out his gun after he had already gone inside. So I know. Kind of funny. Also, if you have like a, like a, like, what's that called? Um, a scope? A scope on a gun. Why do you need the binoculars? Oh, fact. That's True. his car. My scope can help me just as much as the yeah. binoculars. Anyway. Um, that's like Dwight when he's looking at Michael in the woods through the scope oh, of the yeah. rifle. And he's like, don't worry. Safety's on. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Shelly cries to Bobby about shooting Leo and says that she knows he is out there watching her. She knows a little too well, doesn't she? Bobby pledges to take care of Leo. Her acting right here. It's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Mansions. I've never seen it. anyone in a TV show like this where they're crying and trying to explain something. Yeah. And like it totally so feels like up. totally real. Oh, yeah. Completely oh. believable. It doesn't feel like gross mm. or like you're trying too hard. Yeah. It, it was perfect. Yeah, it totally, was really great. Totally convinced me. She's really great in this episode, even though she's not in a ton of it. Yeah. So then Bobby pledges to take care of Leo and James. I yeah. feel like Shelly would have been like, I'll okay, take care of okay, Leo. Don't worry about James. He's like, saying no like, more Leo, no more James. Yeah, no, no more like Leo, that. no more James. He like and lists other people who have wronged no him more in the past. Leo, no more, no more middle school teacher. No more Dr. Jacoby for <laughs> laughing at me last yesterday. What was that about? No more Nothing. my dad. <laughs> my dumb dad. Shelly's like, did he bring up like the crying thing? No. Do you still do that? No. <laughs> Shelly. No more Shelly now. You're on the list. No more you. No more you. <laughs> Takes a bite out of her forehead. So then um, he's going to protect her from now on. He's saying that. Leo gets back in his car to listen to a police broadcast of Lucy talking about Waldo and drives away. How does Leo hear what I don't Lucy know. is? It like it's like a ham radio. Actually, it looked like that like voice thing in Toy Story. Oh the, yeah. What's it? The, like, like what's that thing called that Woody uses? Yeah, I know a little like radio about. receiver yeah. thing that walks around. That's hilarious. I know exactly. He's what just like about. I got this figured out. Radio Shack. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> use code uh, percolator. It seems 10. like percolator Leo also shopped at Radio Shack. <laughs> Also, if you guys use uh, the code Bernie Renault, you'll get sixty nine percent off. If you so, come in doing a <laughs> doing an Andy, I can't remember Andy his last Brennan. Name. Brennan Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, James, Donna, and Maddie are listening to Laura's tape that she recorded for Jacoby, which is very uh, flirtatious, sensual. So I, I bring up this question again. Kind of gross. Has Jacoby smashed with Laura? I think he well, has. at this point, I think for sure. Yeah. No, why? Why did she say in this? She's like, so? she's in the in oh. the dream. She's like, I'm gonna dream tonight. Big bad ones, the ones you like. I think she's just doing her thing. Cause we know future characters that I won't yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah. They definitely nothing yeah. was going well, on. And I, I don't think that things were really happening with James either, from other things that we learned later also. So I think this was her gig. Well, She's I think just attracting all she them. alludes to the fact that he's seen her naked multiple times. Who? So she does say, "Yeah, she's naked like, ones, oh, the, the naked, ones you the like." Ones you like. Well, yeah. I think that's just like she like he likes hearing her explain all this stuff. Either way, maybe Jacoby's a creep. He's, he's a, creep. a weirdo. Yes. Yeah. he's a and pederast. you're a creep for bringing it up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, there's an empty case labeled with the date of Laura's death. And James says that they will find the tape that night in Jacoby's I office. I love that James is like, February 23rd, night Laura died. He's just yeah. like, yeah, I know. Ding, ding, ding. Like, he's this like on a game show or something. Really it, it would be funny if Donald was like, it's not that, it's not, you're not that smart, James. It was last week. And then on the tape, it says, James is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that smart, James. It was last week. <laughs> he's, doing like, so he's like, dumb. February 23rd, 
One, two, <laughs> three, four. The Night Lord dies. Which, James is so dumb. Do you think it's a little weird that someone who's addicted to cocaine is this organized with their tapes? Organized with their cucking of several men. Of several men. Giving out oh, best which, friend necklaces to say, everyone I in the neighborhood. I forgot to bring this up, but I thought it would have been great if Cooper, when he said that they're going to be friends with Audrey, if he pulled out that best friend's necklace <laughs> broke off one. What and you need right her. now like, right. is a friend. And so the best friend. And she grabs and she's like, not another starts one. playing Laura's the <laughs> Not another. She has like, like a second one. <laughs> Although who would friend who would friend zone her? I know. Oof. He just did. I know. All right, That's guys, true. get it. Cooper. Forget it. Don't even. You said that wait, you wait, wouldn't wait. I know, but like, if you walked into the room. Kenna's going to have, Kenna has her Cooper corner. We're going to start an Audrey corner. Okay. I don't want to talk about Audrey's corner. So at all home's of her department. Corners. Stop. <laughs> all of her curves and all of her edges, all of her perfect imperfections. There we go. Okay. <laughs> wait, what is that? Oh, stupid, stupid John song. Legend. You're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Cut that <out>. Go on. <laughs> if you guys want to. What? No, I want to keep going. So then at Horn's department store, Audrey fails to sell perfume to a customer whose name is Theodore Ridgely in the credits, by the way. That's cool. Theodora Ridgely. Sorry. Theodora Ridgely. That is an ugly ass name. Um, and but then it says, it, I mean, it says mostly due to her patronizing attitude, which by the way, the, the woman's like, I just want it to be more fruity. Yeah. I want it to be more fruity. She's like, yeah, sure. So this one smells later. like a florist or something. Yeah, like exactly. This fruity. one smells like it's a like, dumb it's, old it's, lady. It's jewelry too. You can hang it around your neck. So then the boss, Emery Battis, tells her colleague, Jenny, to meet him in his office. Audrey enters Battis' office. her friend's name was something cool. Hester. Oh, yeah. Hester. Oh, no, no, no. She gives herself the name Hester later. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. It's, which is the name uh, Audrey does. Oh. Because that's the name in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot. You're good. So then Audrey enters Battis' office through the stockroom after f- telling a, uh, a lie to the stockroom boy to make him go, which that stockroom boy, like... Missed an opportunity. She's like, a plane crashed, a bus, uh, something. something. There's something outside. Remember. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like, I'm a bus Yes, guy. ma'am. Um, she hides in the closet to watch the meeting. Battis tells Jenny that the people at One Eye Jacks wanted her there, perhaps to be a hospitality coordinator. After they leave, Audrey looks through the boss's little black book and finds the names of many women rated with hearts, Ronette's name being among them. Audrey takes a silver unicorn that Battis gave to Jenny. So wouldn't they be able to smell the smoke that she's just, like, billowing out of that closet this is the hey, night. I know, that's um, maybe things were so stanky was. with smoke at this point hey emery why is there does so that literally... smoke in your closet he was too focused this conversation reminds me of when mr schneebly uh tells miranda cosgrove that she can be a groupie <laughs> or yeah <laughs> she's like that's just funny hospitality manager what's that <laughs> i google hospitality that? Uh, professionals on the internet. They're sluts. They sleep with, with the, the band. They sleep with the band. She's so great in that movie. Yeah, she is. Hey, quick shout out to Miranda Cosgrove. Where are you, Miranda? We should what have an applause now? button. Did you guys see that Jeanette McCurdy was like, I hate everything I've ever yes. acted in? Yes. No, uh, anyone funny. that had to work with Dan Schneider, the freaking creepy monster that he was, just, you're fine. You get a pass from me on anything. Horrible, horrible stories I've heard. Disgusting. Yeah. Especially on Zoe 101. Really? Yeah. Shout out to what our spin-off mean? show, Hi Carly. But like apparently like just like really rude behind the scenes. Oh. And really creepy. And the yeah. I you know Carly the, beat stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know how the Nickelodeon logo changed to a foot for a while? Yeah. It's kinda weird. Oh my <laughs> it was a foot. <laughs> Dan Schneider.
<laughs> okay. <laughs> it was great no, how you like, guys kept going talking about creep? that with that playing in the background. Yeah. Dan Schneider okay. wants your feet. <laughs> so then at the Double R Diner, Hank. What, Kenna, what is your? What are your thoughts on Hank? Um. Yeah, he sucks. Okay. Good. He's very creepy. He creeps me out. I don't. I I have a thing where I don't like. Con, I, uh, like felons. I don't. Yeah, I think all criminals should die. No, I don't like seeing like older dudes talking to like younger, younger girls. girls. I, it's I, just I also, like, dude, yeah. why? Just stop. Yeah. Unless and, it's like with Audrey and Emery, where she obviously has the power in that situation. Sure. Yeah. With Shelley. She doesn't. She's just like Hank is like She's literally like towering He's like over her. Around. Like, yeah, and then, then I got in another fight in prison and I fought him with my bicep. Pretty cool, huh? And he's, she's like, he also oh, like, yeah, he okay. pretends he's to forget like. Ed's name. Yeah. Which is funny. What does he call him? He's I like, remember. He's like that. Like, like he's like a hillbilly Tyler. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in jail for a long time. <laughs> Why do you guys think he stole that lighter? Because he's a loser. Do you think it has to do with fire? Could. Wait, isn't he? Didn't he tell Leo to burn down the mill? He didn't tell Leo to burn down the mill. He went and beat up Leo and was like, "I run the drugs here now." Yeah, you were supposed to be helping the business, not starting your own. I'm gonna be honest like with that. you guys. Leo, last two days, has had a rough go. Had a rough, he literally I just gets home to so like got... work and he gets the crap beat up. He's like, "I'm just trying to do my job." Gets shot by his wife. <laughs> his wife shoots him, and now he's like, and then he finds out that I she's so with people... this teenage boy. Yeah. That would suck. And then he has to go freaking shoot a bird. <laughs> that would be so annoying. He's like, I gotta burn down the. I gotta burn down the mill. I gotta shoot a bird. Damn it! Being big Ben Shapiro is really hard. <laughs> yeah, Jacques is contributing nothing to like the cleanup job. Just being a large on well. all of this. He's too busy being the cable man in Seinfeld. <laughs> right so then Hank tells Shelly about his time he in the joint. Ch- he was chasing Kramer across rooftops all week. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired. So Hank's talking to Shelly. About his time in the joint and gets information about who has been around. Harry and Cooper warn Hank that he is on parole. I feel like Hank should have just been like, I know. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'm, I'm literally this working. Is this is my shift who are at the to diner. contribute to society. What do you want from me right now? I know, right? I don't what like the, the disillusionment like, of convicts. It, it no, it's makes horrible. me sad. It's really yeah. sad. Uh, and yeah, I. This um, is a show that's I predominantly know. about law enforcement. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so then um, Shelly offers the officers coffee, and Cooper tells Harry to give himself a present once a day, every day. In this case, the present being coffee. I love that scene. It's yeah. like, it's, he's like, it's my present is spending time with you, Coop. The way they look at each other. And then Harry's like, or then uh, Cooper's like, Harry, what I want and what I need are two things. <laughs> <laughs> I love this piece of He just of flashes ideology. back and his clothes are gone. <laughs> <laughs> he has the sheets in the double R. He has the sheets <laughs> up over him. <laughs> He's just like... Just over his chest hair and his like, hairy knuckles. <laughs> Shelly turns around. It's Albert in the wig. So no, upside down with those little things on. Albert, <laughs> Albert in the wig. <laughs> we, had, we used to have an ongoing joke where Albert was... Everybody was Albert in a wig <laughs> trying to make out with Harry. Yes. Two blocks up on Queer Street. Okay, so then... Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But that's the most po- important ideology he of says Twin he Peaks, in my to opinion. He needs to buy himself a gift. Every yeah, day. yeah. That was to cool. to buy it, it has to be expensive. I, so yeah, I had Cooper works for Visa. I had <laughs> I had buying yourself to gift that every day exposed priceless. to me. Buying yourself to gift at Radio Shack every day, <laughs> extra price at 
Code Radio Bur- Shack? Bur- code Bernie Renault 69. Get 50% off today. <laughs> no, I, I had that quote um, exposed to me by Pinterest. Exposed to me? And that quote exposed itself to me on Pinterest. <laughs> she still has, she still, Why do anyway, I have to say she, things she like has, this? She still has Harry in the sheets on the brain. <laughs> like, sheets on the brain? <laughs> Against okay. my consent. Harry it's pretty, in the it's, sheets on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a band name. Okay. Harry into the sheets so, on the brain. Audrey convinces Jer- uh, Jenny to give her the number for Black Rose. Basically, mm-hmm. that's the whole situation. Which, which really Jenny smart. says something really important. What am I supposed to do with a horned horse? <clears throat> what am I supposed to do with a horned horse? And she's like, ditto. And then, um, which is nice to have, like, finally one black character on Twin Peaks. For this uh, one-off yeah, role. Yeah, but for literally. Two scenes, for two scenes. Yeah, yeah, for nothing. It's rough. Um, Yeah, basically, Audrey was really smart. And mm-hmm. gets the number for black for the black rose, which is just it's just yeah it's like she she swindles this whole situation and that could have taken episodes too. It's a oh, smart yeah. writing because that could have been like a really long thing, and it's cool yeah. that she does that so yeah. quickly. She could have been like, I forgot the she phone number for black rose. And like, Jenny could have been like, What are you talking about? She and continues she like, to like advance yeah. her importance in the plot. Yep, by doing the small things like this, which is really cool. You were saying she was doing a better job investigating this than Cooper is, which is awesome. Yeah, she kind of is. So on invitation to love, Chet shoots Montana, <laughs> and Nadine cheers him on, um, while eating bonbons. While eating bonbons, yeah. Ed enters, and Nadine offers him chocolates and starts to Can cry since her patent was denied. Yeah, she lists all the things she was going Rejected. to get them, and Ed tells her not to give up. And he should have said like. Material things don't matter. Like, mm-hmm. this, don't be that mad about this. Um, if you thought this was what was going to make you whole, the answer is an eyeball, and you're never going to get one of those. <laughs> so then Pete tells Harry about his fish from Tim and Tom's taxidermy, and Josie gives him a kiss. Harry asks what she was doing at the Timber Falls Motel, and she confesses she was spying on Catherine and Ben, and that she took pictures as proof for Harry. She says she heard Catherine talking about an accident fire at the mill and that she will not let it happen. Um, this really is also me. when um, Pete says Jack size Nance doesn't says matter. Pete, I guess size, size doesn't matter. <laughs> and he seems really upset. He seems really upset. Well, I like said that as a joke and then he yeah, said then it. He said it, yeah. <laughs> um, I just love Pete. I love his fishing love. Mm-hmm. I want to fish. Should we go fishing? Oh my gosh, I just put something together. So, uh, David Lynch, first of all, Jack Nance is like the actor who's been in every single David Lynch um, project all the way to Lost Highway because he died in 1997. He is. But, yeah, he's the he's one of the, um, he works with Homeboy at that yeah. auto body shop and he plays jazz music all the time. Yes, and they have that crazy weird shootout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then, um, and they both, they and they work for Richard Pryor. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that so, movie goes, it does like a 20, 30 minute thing where it comes a completely different it's movie. It's a completely different movie. Um, oh, but so David Lynch has always referred to his his creative process of catching ideas, like like catching fish. That's and cool. how it's always like, you just have to wait for the big fish to come. You just have to be patient. Mm-hmm. And once it comes, you have to use that. And I think it's interesting that he uses Jack Nance, who is like one of his main like uh he's like what goes prote- to like yeah. one of his main guys like his surrogate mm-hmm. and he's he likes to fish yeah I he, he really plays cool. he plays a character that doesn't really manage a lot of like issues just as a really consistent yeah. staple of the show he's he, always yeah, that's true same. he's always a helpful person which is cool and he has a terrible wife so mm-hmm. cooper walks down the hallway in a tuxedo harry gives him the eye he meets harry what and, does he say he's like 
What is he looking saying? Good. He's looking he says spiffy. He says something before that. He's like, well, darn. Oh, yeah. Like that. I can't remember what he says. It's really funny. So he meets Harry and Ed and shows them $10,000 of the Bureau's money for gambling. Ed leaves and Harry tells Cooper about what Josie told him. Cooper agrees to look into it and Audrey enters just as Cooper leaves. Yep. Sad. Leaving him a message. Leaving him a message. And she's like, again, house. high school girls leaving a message on your answering machine doesn't look very good. Yeah. Insurance agent Neff talks to Catherine about signing an updated policy, warning her about the changes that would take effect tonight. Hate this guy. Immediately yeah, hate what? this guy. I, I, I can't read his vibe. Disgusting. I don't know what's going on. I can. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. He says that he was approached know. by Ben and Josie. Catherine says that she will discuss the policy with her lawyer and return it later. She discovers that her second book is missing. So Catherine's catching wise to, oh, crap, I'm being swindled. Mm-hmm. Audrey slips a note under the door of Cooper's room as a new guest checks in. Um, do you remember this? She's walking down the hall and yes, she sees and then, oh yeah, 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 yeah an Asian man walk. Yeah. I, I can't guess what national nation he's from, but Josie. Never mind. So it's hey, okay. She had, Josie has said people from her past are chasing her, so you yeah. can assume that this. Well, I'm just saying it's important that I point out the race. So yeah. um, I don't want to seem like there's an Asian guy from Beach. We're gonna get canceled. It's important for you. Yeah. If you need that, yeah. If you feel like you need to point it out, well, I already point out Jenny as well as like so we got. Uh, a ton of white and so we'll, and we'll just go back to Harrison's white thoughts <laughs> <laughs> that's the new segment, segment. At the end. so then at the station house the boys play with bugs and disguises <laughs> white thoughts uh, alone white the- thoughts with Harrison <laughs> I don't need this so then alone <laughs> in the conference room Waldo says Laura and a gun fires and breaks a picture which yeah, the picture is like someone cutting up a giant log yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. They had shown that picture earlier, too. Yeah, so they it was did. Cool. It was just cool. It was yeah. cool they did that because I was like, why are they showing me this picture? And I was like, oh, because they're going to shoot it later. Leo runs through the rain to his truck. The bird bleeds all over a pile of donuts. And Cooper listens to the recorded voice of the bird, the bird saying, hurting me. Hurting me. Leo, stop, stop it. it. Yeah, stop it. stuff like that. Leo, no. Lara? I feel like I need to like squeeze you. Leo, like, no. Like, oh, like activate like, it. Yeah, like a voice box on like a thing. So then the officers enter one eye. Harrison's like, please don't don't hold back. No, yeah, please. Oh, stop <laughs> it, Brad. So stop. Wait, that is actually. Lara? I don't like that. All right, let's continue. <laughs> so the officers enter one eye. Jacks and Cooper suggests that Jacks Jacques is stealing in the back. Blackie introduces herself and says that Ed looks like a cop, and then Cooper goes, "I'm the cop," which was a great cover. And then, <laughs> would they ask Ed, whose name is Fred in this situation? What do you do? Is Fred and Barney, own, like Fred and Barney. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, what do you, what do you do? Is like own a gas station. Ah, I'm an oral surgeon. <laughs> and then she, he says something about like I want to like take a look she under says, the hood of your car. I, I got a, a car rusted in Chevy in the back that needs a root canal or something like that, right? He's like, yeah. I was hoping you had gum trouble because I'd love to get a lick under your hood. <laughs> and then she's like, Fred's all right. And then Cooper says. Fred's a prince. Yeah, <laughs> it's I know, great. I love that. So then they go toward the casino. Um, Madeline sneaks down the stairs with a paper bag, and Leland watches her leave. That reveal of Leland in the living terrifying. room is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Um, Maddie wearing a blonde wig, and Donna pick up James. Maddie has been distressed and has been leaving this house late at night in distress both of the last times that we've seen her. And she's only been there for like three days. Yeah. So the Icelandic investors sing to Ben, who suggests that Jerry take... The, do you think it's coincidence that Ben and Jerry are in the same room with Icelanders and he's eating ice cream? Oh. Ben and Jerry's ice cream? Um, I anyway. think not. 
He suggests that Jerry takes a guest to the dining room. He asks when they will sign the contract, and Jerry says they want to have a signing party. Ben calls Josie to ask where Catherine is, and she says she will get Catherine to the mill. And then Hank, like, takes his jacket off. Like, why wasn't your jacket? Why? Yeah. Like, that's the deciding factor. No, I like, I guess I'll stay. I know. Yeah. Now that you've done that phone call. It's really around. creepy. So then, anything Aud- he does is creepy. That's true. His it's his it's his puppy dog face, but with this creepy eyes. Yeah, he does like that's what I was going to say. Is he has like this endearing look, almost you know, like a Ted yeah. Bundy sort of vibe. To- where he's like, yep, there we go. So you then, Audrey I, walks yeah. into Blackie's office and hands her al- a resume. The alligator Bundy or something. <laughs> <laughs> the crocodile Bundy. Crocodile Bundy. Okay, so then Audrey walks into Blackie's office and hands her a resume under the al- 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 alias Hester Prynne. Blackie quickly determines that it is fake. Audrey ties a cherry stem and a knot in her mouth, and Blackie agrees to keep her around. <laughs> so first of all, do you think you it? do you really think you have a, need to have a resume? To when you're her, you're no. no. Yeah, if, when you're her, no. She could apply to be the CEO of Apple, and they'd be like, "Hmm, okay." She'd just like tie okay. a knot in that cherry stem, and they'd be like, "You know everything about computers. <laughs> you know everything about sales." So then Cooper cleans up the blackjack blackjack table, and Jacques begins to deal. Um, they do like a weird reveal on Jacques, and I'm like, we've seen him. Yeah, no, I think it's because <laughs> yeah. I think Ed like, might have seen Jacques before, so he like okay. quickly like kind of puts his puts finger on his face and then yeah. like turns around because I don't think he wants Jacques to see him. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh well, yeah, of course. Because, they, because they live they in the same. A, they got a fight at the Roadhouse when he was there. Yep, that's yeah. right. Because Jacques Cooper. was tending bar, and he was the one that that put the thing in Ed's drink. And why was Jacques tending bar? Because... I thought you were going to press the button. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. He's a bartender, isn't he? He Yeah, he was the one that drugged um, Ed's He drink. got personal business. Because it was his personal business. This is, this is all I'm true. no mule. So then, Dr. Jacoby watches Invitation like, to Love. I'm no mule. <laughs> I'm, I'm no mule. My name is not Emmanuel. So then... I have um, been... Walking in the woods. Wait, what is it? It's stupid. I don't know. For two hours. <laughs> That's right. So then Jacoby is watching Invitation to Love and James, Maddie, and Donna call him. Maddie tells him to go to the door and he brings a Derringer. An envelope with the video cassette waits for him. The video shows Maddie disguised as Laura, purporting to actually be her. She inter- instructs Jacoby to meet her in 10 minutes. Why are you reading it like well, this? Well, <laughs> sorry. She instructs Jacoby to meet her in 10 minutes at Sparkwood in 21. Uh. And then um, Bobby spies on them through the bushes while someone else spies on Bobby. Gazebo. Yeah, Jacoby slows down. Gazebo. Or he rewinds. He's like, um, I, what? Bam. Gazebo. So then, which he doesn't have to go to that oh. part in the in the video to. <laughs> he doesn't have to like fast forward to that specific point in the video to see that's a gazebo. It's like they're the whole video. Yeah, I know. So then, because she tells him go to Sparkwood in twenty one, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, I'm gonna go to the. Gazebo. He's like, I'm the wet and sticky bandit. I'm gonna yeah. go to the gazebo. I'm yep. the wet and sticky bandit. I got three D glasses too. on. I see the hidden message here. I've seen National Treasure, which comes out ten years <laughs> from when this movie, when this show is airing. So Coincidence? Then, I, think, I think not. I think. I think. I so, think definitely. Okay, uh, we need to ask if we could replace one actor with Nicolas Cage. Who would it be? And I think it might be Jacoby. That, that would be, be incredible. incredible. Can you imagine if? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, have you seen Wild at Heart? No. He's in that, and that's a David Lynch movie. It's inc- it's probably oh, yeah, like, no, it's like no, my second yeah. favorite Lynch David Lynch movie. movie. Okay, so then, Bobby's. Have you seen Wild at Heart? Wait, what is it called? Wild, Wild at, at Heart. Heart. It's got Willem Dafoe, Laura Dern, and Nicolas Cage all in the same I movie. I actually have not seen that. 
So then Bobby spies on them through the bushes while someone else spies on Bobby, which is a little confusing when you're watching it until you they, it, it like tilts hear- down and sees <sighs> and like yeah, every time it cuts to yeah. it. So when Jacoby leaves, James and Donna enter his house. Breath of a man who just killed a bird. <laughs> I am Ben Shapiro, and this is the Daily Wire. This is my aim. <laughs> so when Jacoby leaves, James and Donna enter his house. Bobby watches and puts a white package. It's cocaine. Yeah. And James' bike. Someone watches. Like, a bag of flour. Shoves it into his chest. <laughs> Just in case your bike is ruined now. Bet you won't be making muffins with this. (laughs) So then someone watches Maddie by the gazebo, and that's how it ends. There's a deleted scene to this episode. Really? Yeah. Do you guys want to hear about it? Yeah. It's on the Blu-ray. I I wasn't going to show it until like after we got a little bit further. I just, I I don't want to expose Kenna to too much um, like what she was exposed to on Pinterest. So it was a simple quote, really in a deleted scene entitled something about Johnny Sylvia and Jacoby try to deal with Johnny. Sylvia is Audrey's mom, Johnny Horn, Sylvia being abusive. So Sylvia is being a jerk during this. Audrey intervenes and blames her mother for Johnny's condition. Sylvia? Sylvia. Is that? Her mom. Oh, I forget that she exists. I know. She's also, in Sylvia like is the name scenes. of the woman in the Truman Show, and I just watched that movie yesterday. Oh, there you go. And I was like, Sylvia, why don't I Why isn't she in Sylvia? more stuff? She's just in, like, that Californication woman, yeah. and that. So then Audrey intervenes and blames her mother for Johnny's condition. Sylvia then turns the blame on Audrey, who pushed Johnny down the stairs when they were younger. Audrey leaves, and Jacoby explains that Audrey is not to blame but an early emotional trauma. Oh, interesting. They talked about that in like the first episode, didn't they? They said that he's got emotional problems. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone else in the family. Yep. Including me. And later I'll be in your bed naked and you'll know what I mean. She said it just like that. And like, (laughs) wait, am I wrong that like her dad has like this weird resentment towards her or no? Uh, He says that he doesn't, he's like, I lost Laura today, but I lost you years ago. He says that. Do you guys want to hear something wild? This episode takes place on March 2nd, which is four days ago from when we're recording this. Oh. Are we going to die? Wait, so um, it starts on on, mm. on the night of Wednesday, March 1st, but it most of it takes place Thursday, March 2nd. Mm. So let's, uh, let's um, uh, you know. <laughs> Anything super natchy? Yeah, let's, let's get head on over to the red super room. Super natchy. And then we can uh, That'd be a good talk night. about it. That show, that cartoon with Sean, Super Natchy. Super Natchy. How do you spell Natchy? Super Nachos. That's a different thing. Sure. Okay, we can talk about that now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a completely different thing. Nachos, Nachos, Super Nachos. Super Nachos, final answer. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Super Nachos. Super Tacos? Super Big. Super Tortillas. Big, big, big chip. Big chip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ghost chips. Go, cool. Go yeah, I'm me, out. I'm out. I'm one. Reminds me of. Who's <laughs> line is it? Literally sweating. Anyway. That, that, cl- <laughs> that clip making fun of uh, TMZ from Popstar and Never Stop, Never Stop. <laughs> oh! oh! He's just screaming. Um, like really? The four, the four yeah. drinks. Okay. So, uh, none. No supernatural forces. I, I didn't really catch any. A little bit of creepy stuff. That's spooky about stuff, it. Nothing, but not nothing supernatural. Was, um, Leland sitting there was creepy. Uh, the bird, I think, rec- re- recalling all of those things is oh, a yeah. little weird. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah that 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 with the rain and the thunder is just a great scene mm-hmm. yeah and just like, playing mm. back the tape and stuff too is really creepy yeah <laughs> Mm. Okay, so let's get on over to Double R where we talk about all the other segments of our show. This is the third time we've had to do this because I've messed it up <laughs> oh, twice. Wait. Kenna gave a secret <laughs> message. If you play backwards, I, you're I, 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 I'm going to beat you up! <laughs> I can literally beat you up so fast! Have you seen that video of the kid on the school bus where he's like, I love you, you love me? And he's like, what, are you five? Are you five? He's like, yeah, five inches deep in your mall. <laughs> His voice, he's like, five inches deep in your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so on that, on that, uh, this is a perfect segue. We'll remove we're that, gonna right? Do, Please, for uh, the love of all the toys. We'll, I'll just beep it all out. <laughs> no, just take <laughs> it away. <laughs> so uh, on that, on that, the perfect segue to Kenna's cute Cooper corner. Welcome, everybody. Can we get, What's up? Here we are. Can we get, are. like, a cute song? I mean, we just played a song, but yeah, sure. No, like, <laughs> you don't pay me nothing. That's there exactly we go. Don't pay me nothing. That's what you get. Welcome. Well, for, first of all, very cute how he wants to just go and get her milkshake and fries and talk to her instead of anything oh, yeah. else that he could easily what do. What she needs is a friend. Other than exactly what she wanted him to do, which was not that. It's true. This isn't the vibe that I want for... All right, fine. I'll come up with something and... Okay, you you'll let, make your you own let me song. know. You let me know. <laughs> I'm like da 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 Hey Kenna, yeah, your segue music's five minutes long, and I don't think we can use this <laughs> hey. for the show. <laughs> the other thing that comes to mind. They won't be able to see your dance number. I don't think that you have to do <laughs> like, that. I put on tap shoes. All you hear is. <laughs> Those aren't shoes. Except- if you're wondering. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, also, he comes into the... That's right. Can you have yes, this yes, moment? Yes, this is, the floor is yours. The floor is all you. <laughs> you got this. I just love how he comes into the police station playing the flute. And then he just puts oh, it in yeah, his pocket. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> it's so cute. He's just coming. He's like, do 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 Puts it in his pocket. Um, the other thing. Oh, just the way that Cooper and Harry look at each other with the coffee after he says that quote. Yeah. It's very special. Um, the last thing I have is his adorable glasses with yeah, he looks great that one in those glasses. Yeah, he looks really, really good. He looks glasses. really good in he looks that like outfit. A nerd. He looks like what? Like you can throw a football. <laughs> a, if I throw a, a football, you would catch, catch it. it. <laughs> all right. So is that is that all? That's the that's all cute I have stuff? for today. That's the only. That's, that's all the cute stuff you came up with. I, I have, had forty more cute things. Okay, please join in. I want everybody to. No, this is your thing. No, I didn't. No, I have to. I have to paint myself as a heterosexual as much as possible. Okay, so then, right, is, it, is it cool if we segue to doubles? Let's go to doubles. Is it okay? Fruity? I think Fruity is a double because last week, Chet, Montana called Chet a Fruit Loop <laughs> on Invitation to Love. And this week... What did he say again? He's like, he says something like, I'm going to beat you up, Fruit Loop. That's you so Fruit Loop? Like, <laughs> that is remember. so funny. Because then, this episode, um, <clears throat> let me see the name fruit here. Loop. Uh, Theodora originally talks about how she wants a fruity perfume. A smoky afterbirth to yeah. her perfume. What? I don't remember that. I think you guys don't know your terminology, but okay. <laughs> I don't spend my time at Perfume Mania. So, um, perfume Mania? <laughs> it's a subreddit. <laughs> you, you I frequent. <laughs> I'm a moderator. So then, yeah, so that's the double, only double I have is fruity. Um, questions of the week. I have one question for you guys. Would average teenage girls? Oh wait, 
Sorry, another double. <laughs> Sorry, do you like the beginning of my question? I keep waiting until you start. Whatever she is, girls. I have a thing to say. About <laughs> no, uh, I'm not playing cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it matches up with uh, with one eye jacks. Yep. Yeah. So that's w- all I have. Um, <laughs> would av- this is my question of the week? Would average teenage girls be this down to be a part of one eye jacks? Jenny's like, yeah, I'd love to be a hooker. Who is Jenny? Oh, yeah. I mean, like maybe she doesn't know. I think that at this point, she thinks she's just getting a job, being like as doing what they think that girls do at One Eye Jacks, mm-hmm. which is just like getting drinks and like and stuff like, like that. Dress like because yeah, obviously that place isn't like set up to be like a whorehouse. You know what I mean? Like it would be shut yeah. down, right? It's in Canada, so I don't know. It's in Canada. Yeah, is. I, yeah. We really got to get Marin. Is it like hidden? I don't we know. We really do because it seems you like everybody. Call right now. Should I call her right now? Just yeah. to see. Just to see. <laughs> it seems like everybody knows about that place. Hawk knew where it was and everything. So it's not like hidden, right? No, yeah. Or they would have shut it down, or maybe no. it's just outside well, it, their but jurisdiction. It, is, in it is outside their jurisdiction. Yeah. So they're just doing this. I can also Google while people. we're calling Marin. I think we need a real Canadian. I really want her to like. We'll we'll <laughs> video call her in in a Mountie hat, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, you see, you know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like Facetime her. She's got there's like a moose behind her. You see, the Mounties ride the moose, so it's hard wait, to wait, wait. When crack you call down Marin, on the criminals. When you call Marin, don't explain why you're asking. Hi. Hey, how are you? Hold on. Can you hold her a little bit closer to the mic? Uh, oh. Everyone, we're we're welcoming a guest uh, named Marin Rolfson. Ro- <laughs> I, oh I, I forgot how to pronounce it. Okay, go in front of the mic. Uh, she's she's here. On that side. Yeah, there you go. It, it, she's we just have Canadian some, we just have, We have a question. I'm with Harrison and Hi, Brad. Hi. Um, and all of the listeners from the podcast as well. So say hi, hi to them. Okay. So we have some questions for you, being a Canadian that you are. So um, for the listeners back We're not asking you as our friend. We're asking you as a Canadian. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Keta, you can ask a question. You can be objective. No, no, no. You You want me to ask a question? Yes. I want you to Before I say anything, I'd like everyone at home to know that our friend Marin looks a lot like Laura Palmer. That's true. That's true, actually. Marin, what are the prostitution laws in Canada? That's a great question. I really, really wish I knew the answer. As such a self-proclaimed feminist, um, I truly want to get back to you on that. I've never, I've never I've been never a prostitute. Any, yeah, anything in that realm, personally, willing to disclose that. Okay. Okay. So sorry. It's like kind of like when you're on a game show and that you can like call someone to get the answer and they're like, and then I that don't person's a total know. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will Anyways, be back like in Canada, and so oh, we'll continue to ask any Canadian questions. Oh, I, well, we I have one more. What are the what are the laws about gambling in Canada? Uh, I think they're similar to here. They might be allowed when you're 18, though, not 21, because the okay. drinking age is 18. <gasps> Canada. Mm, interesting. Run it. Okay. Good that doesn't mean I gamble, though. I don't even. Not, I don't even. Do you can't anything. know the laws about something unless you've broken them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's All right. Well, thank you so much, Marin, for joining us on the podcast today. No uh, problem. Those are the only if questions you have we have. Any other Canadian questions? I know a lot about syrup and hockey. I'm awesome. I'm hoping for those ones today, but no. And Tukes. <laughs> Two of my other favorite Canadian that's Ameri- subjects. <laughs> that's America's syruping syrup and, and hockey. Prostitution. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Marin. Kenny, you can say goodbye if you want to. I just bye. want to make bye, sure baby, that. Bye, baby. Love you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. 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 bye.
prostitution and gambling. So that America's is syrup and hockey. All right. Well, yeah. So um, so that was we useless. Got, we, got, we got no information. Although I did Google it as a backup. The law protects those who sell their own sexual services from criminal liability. The law mandates the governments to provide services to prostituted and sex-trafficked individuals, who are mostly women and girls, while prohibiting the purchase of sexual acts, owning or operating a brothel, pimping, and trafficking. So it's legal. So you can do it. But, but... that's now. I don't know if in the in the nineties. I'm gonna I'm gonna write in nineteen eighty nine. With a caveat. Prostitution in Canada, Wikipedia. History of Prostitution in Canada, Wikipedia. Ooh, which one? Um, a chronology of Canadian prostitution laws. <sighs> so many options here. So many open tabs. Okay. Let me see here. So, so many videos. Oh, C49 so oh, review. Oh, no, not that one. So it looks like in 89 it was legal. It looks like it was legal, and they're trying to get rid of them, though. Okay. It was legal. It was legal to prostitute. That's kind of cool that they provide certain services to people because it's like, that's a, I think that it should be a, a representation of like depravity in your country. If yeah. there's an increase in prostitution, it means I there's agree. some other underlying socioeconomic problems. <clears throat> so just cracking down on like, you're poor enough to do this yeah. or you live in a town that's like that doesn't have, have any job opportunities. Like you're yeah. just gonna be like, hey, I, yeah. I guess I can just do this. Yeah, no, it's like war on drugs kind of thing. It's like I agree. Okay, but maybe shouldn't elect actors president. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, favorite scene. Want to start with me? <laughs> no, actually, we're starting with Brad. And really? Then me and the, me? yeah, and then Kenna. Me? It's yes, it's me? yes, actually, you. Favorite scene of the week. Of oh. You're like that I saw all week. Um. Well, I watched this one scene. No. Okay. My favorite scene of this episode. I'm trying to remember what happened. The first thing that comes to mind is nothing. I had it and then I lost it. You guys can. Sarah's laughing. Yeah. Say, yeah. Listeners at home can hear my wife cackling. It's Her like laugh how. Is so cute. Okay. Land. Wait. I've got it. Um. My... <laughs> So my favorite scene for this week was definitely um, Audrey's whole like mm, espionage badass. and like spy oh, work to try yeah. to learn things oh, yeah. and whatnot. Are you, so you're just talking about when she's in the closet? Just all of it. Just like yeah, when she goes like and in, in there, listens in on then, them, yeah. and yeah, and then leaves and everything is really cool. Gets the so. unicorn, the horned horse. Yeah. She gets the horned horse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think my favorite scene I actually yeah my favorite scene is when um uh Waldo gets shot and it's cool. raining outside and then Cooper plays back the tape and they're all just sitting there and Andy's like jelly on the donuts <laughs> it's, but it's really blood Andy you he, effing he, idiot. idiot he killed Waldo oh my god oh my. <laughs> what the f- did he <laughs> just like the kindest voice but like Holy and he just takes out his, his gun. He's like, there will be blood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what kind of piece of shit <laughs> kills a bird? <laughs> I'm going to find this one. Cooper's like, Andy, Andy, it's okay. <laughs> no, Cooper, really? Cooper, I'm rising above the law. Get on your hands and knees, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tonight, I am the law. <laughs> so and t- you obey me. That's so stupid. Uh. <laughs> All right, Kenna. 
favorite so scene. So it's funny. I'm not kidding. Those are the two that I was like, all right, if th- if this one doesn't get picked, I'm going to choose that one. If this one doesn't get picked, I'm going to choose that one. Oh, too bad for you. Dang it. <laughs> Guess I have to go with the ice cream so. eating. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, I mean, the, the option of, of Cooper coming out in his glasses or him saying, like, you need a friend Their bed right scene now. is pretty good. They're yeah. talking in the beginning. Yeah, that up- the opening. You don't want to say know, anything that we said. You have to come up with your own. I know. Yeah. Now I want to now do Now we've taken care one. of everything in the episode besides the Nadine and Big Ed scene. Hold on. Hold bonbons. on. There was another one I was thinking of, actually. I'm eating bonbons. <laughs> That's oh, how she man. says it. <laughs> I'm eating bonbons. <laughs> I was thinking of um, the scene with the... The coffee? The crying scene with um, Bobby and Shelly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you would have picked the coffee when he says you got to get yourself a present once a day. Oh, wait. What the heck? Yeah. That is a The outside of Bobby or of Shelly and Leo's place is like completely different. It's heinous. It's awful. Than it was in the first episode. Yeah. The inside is heinous as well. Heinous. Yeah. Heinous. That's a word that comes up a lot. It's a word that your mom. (laughs) It's a word that your mom. That your mom uses. Okay. She does. Who won the episode? Starting with me. Then Ken and then Brad. Audrey Horn. Shut up. You already Actually, chose sorry. her like every time. Um, <laughs> well, I can't decide between Sherilyn Fenn and Audrey Horn. Well, sorry. Sherilyn oh. Fenn. Gosh. Okay. Kenna. Silly. Silly. I should have been <laughs> Why? You have to turn every episode into an ASMR when you can't think of what to say. I'm sorry. If that song ends and you haven't thought of anything, we're skipping you. You have four minutes and 53 seconds. <laughs> awesome. I really don't know. Like, there was no one that really like stood out a ton to me that I was like, Wow, like their performance is really good in this. What about Catherine Martell's uh, lawyer? <laughs> that creepy I kinda, guy. Can I say the same one as you? Because I yeah, actually you do absolutely think that. can. Yeah, who won the episode is open to anyone. Okay, since it is open to anyone, and I can choose the same one. Is that noise? It's just, oh, it's uh, just piping. I think it's oh, water. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. I think I will also go with... Miss Audrey, but I will go with Audrey. That's right. Why were you waiting to do that? Because I know you choose the right. All right, Brad. Emily Deschanel. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fact that someone could direct these episodes. And then... <laughs> just talk, Brad. Like, just say it. What? The fact that <laughs> <laughs> the fact that someone could direct these episodes and then also don't do it could to. also go on to make two beautiful children. It's pretty cool. But the answers are the answers are still off. So that is realization time. Uh, do you guys think the episode lived up to the title realization time? What are, hmm. well, who's realizing what? What are we supposed to realize? Is know. it that? Uh, Martell's being screwed. Catherine. I mean, this is that the realization. I think that is for her. I think for 
I, I for some reason I'm thinking about Jacoby. Yeah, but we haven't really seen that come to fruition yet. Yeah. Here's something I want to bring up. That's a little off topic. Last episode, last episode was called last one we did was called Cooper's Dreams, and that's the night and that's the episode where he co- goes and talks to the log lady. They find Jacques cabin with all that stuff where there's music always play- in the air, mm-hmm. and it's the dream where he or it's the episode where he comes in and Audrey's waiting at his bed and she, a couple episodes before she says like, I wonder what the woman of his dreams is. And so it's just like all these different layers of different Cooper dreams. I thought that was yeah. a great title for that episode. This episode, it's like, well, it's, it's, what it's, about, it's decent. Like the th- the first thing that came to mind was, I mean, I, I don't think they're like necessarily realizing anything when they're listening to that tape of Laura. Yeah. But it is kind of like, Leo. oh, like, yeah. this is weird. And then Audrey's realizing yeah. that Cooper will not sleep with her. Yep. Yeah. That's actually a good point. All right. Well, let's play the uh, Log Lady intro for next week. A drunken man walks in a way that is quite impossible for a sober man to imitate, and vice versa. An evil man has a way. No matter how clever, to the trained eye, his way will show itself. Am I being too secretive? No. One can never answer questions at the wrong moment. Life, like music, has a rhythm. This particular song will end with three sharp sounds, like deathly drum beats. What? That was weird as... What? Sounds. That, that freaked me out. That made me think I was pretending. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was... That is creepy. That was... What uh, song is she talking about? I don't about? know. And what three sounds is she talking about? The evil walk thing is really creepy too. That's like, like that's evil, biblical too. A uh, yeah. uh, corrupt tree cannot bring forth good yep. fruit. Someone who's evil can't pretend that they're not evil. Yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Unless they're a woman. That's incredible. <laughs> no, not talking about anyone in particular. No, Nadine. <laughs> Nadine. Just All another right. one-eyed pirate. Well, Arg matey. And Arg matey. In honor Ahoy. of Ahoy, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. In honor of. Uh. Catherine Martell's feet. Let's go ahead and send us on out. Listeners, we will be back next week with the season finale of season one of Twin Peaks. We will have a special guest with us, which we will reveal at that time. If we don't, that means the scheduling conflicts fell through and we were not able to have them on the show. Don't get mad at us. So, um, but we'll see you then. Follow us on Instagram. Give it, send us an email. Listeners, how about you send us an email with some thoughts on what we've been talking about. If there's anything you want us to cover or that we're wrong about, go ahead and bring it up. Remember that McKenna has not seen the show and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. So, Kenna, you're, you're like pretty pumped for this finale. I'm very excited for the finale. Yeah. These are actually a lot more comfortable than my headphones. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did they're more noise canceling, so I can't hear you guys and hear you as much. But uh, I might need that. Thank you.